recording. Okay. okay. Welcome. Um, yeah, go ahead. You can do the intro this time. All right, guys. My turn. Welcome to episode three of Tokodan Podcast. This is Robert. You can find me at Instagram. Uh, Sick Mirror Tricks. Forgot my own thing. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I forgot. I was waiting for Josh to go. I like to let you guys go first. I forgot he's not here. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm Kaiju Karu uh, on all stuff. Um, yeah. So Josh isn't here this week. This is our kind of discussion episodes, as we've described. Um, and I might as well kind of clarify this now because I realized we didn't clarify in the last one. So we had an episode one go up and we kind of talked about there was like another piece to it somewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot to like mention anywhere that we ended up just repeating a lot of the same stuff. So I just left it out. <laughs> yeah, we kind of just omitted it from memory. Well, I mean, you got it. You got the same stuff I, anyway. Yeah, so. I have it there if anyone yeah. really wants to hear it. So. You know, we could always put it up later. <laughs> you want to hear the, hear the beta version of it? <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear the the ramblings of insane people. Um, so yeah, it's just yeah. the just the two of us this week. So it's episode three, and um, we're just gonna talk. Yeah, we're just gonna talk. So we have some ideas. We're we're today's. I don't know if you want to call it topic. Um, we're gonna talk about a, yeah a, a project that we worked on. Oh, God, years ago. Were we just out of college or still in college? I don't even remember. Uh, I think it was the first two years out of college. We were just, you know, we, we were kicking around this idea just because I, I know Gaim was kind of going on mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, we had this inspiration because Gaim was so good. It just every day was a treat. You know what I mean? Every new episode was a treat. So it kind of pushed this uh, fanboy in us yeah. to this whole Uber level of, I don't want to call it uh, fan fiction. Cause we didn't actually do anything like that. It, it was fan fiction. But, a lot of it is like, ode to yeah. other things, even in our little document here, it just says like, ode to this, ode to that. So, <laughs> but it's cool. Like it, it was, we were like, Hey, let's just make our own tokusats. So yeah. specifically, it's, it was, so. it's exactly what it is. It's our idea of what we would have done if we had been the backing force of a tokusatsu show. Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, let's, uh, let's, let's talk what you've been up to this week since the last fun episode. So since the last episode, we were, uh, we decided that we were going to crank out some Voltron <clears throat> and you know, that's still fresh in my head, but I actually haven't sat down to power through any of the seasons yet. Cause there's this thing that keeps going on where every time I sit down to watch something, uh, my fingers and my mind just goes right to uh, three kingdoms, <laughs> and I'll and I'll just like drone out because of how magnificent that show was. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody's ever heard of it. Three kingdoms. Oh God, how do I how do I briefly summarize this? Dynasty Warriors. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's the exact story if you've ever played the game Dynasty Warriors. Any of the seven thousand. China. Yeah, spirited China, crazy stuff happens. Awesome people existed. That's why I'm stoked about it. Yeah. And when it first came out, Carl and I actually watched it because he found the, the treasure trove of all these episodes. Ninety of them, by the way. Hundred. I think ninety plus. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. It ninety plus. Like Ninety six. I think plus like a little behind the scenes episode or something like that. So, so imagine while we're trying to attend college, we crank out all 90 plus episodes of this show mm-hmm. we didn't do so hot in, in the middle of trying to edit <laughs> yeah we didn't do it but you know so hot we got this show so yeah so yeah so uh, i don't know what sparked it I, I know i woke up one morning and the theme song popped in my head and i was like son of a bitch this is gonna bother me all day 
and sure shit, by the end of the night, I was watching like the first three episodes, and it's just been a slippery slope. They are um, beefy episodes, so they're what usually an hour, hour and a half or so. Yeah, well, they're about forty minutes each. Okay, but they're like minutes. HBO forty, where literally everything is happening that has a oh, purpose, yeah. and there's meat to everything and no commercials, yeah, all that kind of stuff. You walk away, and three people have died, and you're like, oh, oh, crap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Show. <laughs> yeah, that, no, it's it's a really good show. It's if anyone is just a history buff in general, um, the Three Kingdoms time period is the unification of China, um, but for so, a little bit, for, for a little for bit, for a little bit, and then they break apart again. <laughs> and then, yeah, so it's it's interesting. There's a lot of really great acting, and even if you don't understand the language, you can just tell it's really great acting and a lot of really I mean, great Sa- casting. Honestly, is really yeah, Cao Cao, whoever Cao Cao, whoever casted Cao Cao, I should say, deserves mm-hmm. a gold medal yeah. because he nailed it. And that every line. scene that he's in, he just chews it up, chews it right up, and it just—it's awesome every time he's on screen. He's—he always called me as one of those actors that just loved the part he was playing. Like he just—he's all about it. Exactly. And this, those first fifteen episodes that are really Cao Cao heavy, that's what really sinks you into the show because the first episode is him. Mm-hmm. Wow! Holy fuck! This guy's awesome. And it's not even about the character he's playing. You can just tell, like this actor. Has got what it takes to he's make got, you he's believe He's got energy that about him. Fucking chuckle. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> There's some. So yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's great. You guys should check it out and support the official release. Um, I don't even know what but, officially it came out on. Honestly, that was like a fan sub that I found. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Even know I mean, that. I'm watching it on YouTube, so come on. I oh, can't even justify myself. I found. Yeah, uh, I redownloaded it. Right? Yeah, I redownloaded it. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so in between that you know uh just you know we we while we were de- deciding what we were going to talk about today just the memory of that idea that we kicked around for a while came to me so that's what that's what i've been looking forward to yeah i was your week uh i've been uh let's see what did i do played a lot of fighting games it was evo the past weekend so i watched that um what was that any was... champions yet yeah, no, we actually had a lot of sleepers, um, a lot of a lot of new champions, I should say. Ne- maybe not necessarily sleepers. There were still a lot of legends in the top eight, but um, a lot of new champions, which was kind of refreshing. Um, oh, yeah. And this new, so what they did is usually every year since basically it started, Street Fighter was always the last game. Uh, Smash was the last game this time, and I think part of that has to do with them kind of going towards this esports thing. Um, I don't know if ESPN was streaming it or having it on the channel or what that kind of deal but it was i have thoughts and opinions about street fighter 5 that oh do tell because <laughs> i know i've always hated street fighter it's it's not street fighter 4 that's my problem with it honestly it's it's very much there's i have <laughs> it's super street fighter ultimate mega version number 5.2 no, no the oh. problem is it's stripped down street fighter 4 to me um okay and that's kind of what bugs me about it there's really only like one optimal way to do things as opposed to street fighter 4 where it had so many characters and ways to play the game that you could pretty much play a character however you wanted and you would see multiple people playing like akuma for example and you'd get one zoner you'd get one dude who does the vortex you could do all this kind of stuff um and it's just it was cool even when you had a lot of characters at once in the top eight because each player would play them a little differently a little more personality to it not so much in Street Fighter Five, in my opinion, and I'm not saying it doesn't have its merits. It's cool. It looks great. They 
arcade edition 100% boosted the game from what it was before. The base one was trash, absolute trash. It's not it's not terribly unbalanced. It's I don't know. I honestly don't even pay attention enough to tell you the balance. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Um, but they added some new characters that got leaked, and Ono was kind of upset, but I think a lot of people weren't really looking for no. new characters. They were looking for like Street Fighter Six or Marvel 4 or something like that. Like like new original characters or just new? Yeah. Like, uh, there was two. It was E-Honda, Poison, um, okay. and a new character, Lucia, who is basically a King of Fighters character. Um, she oh? has all kinds of crazy... Yeah, she's from Streets of Rage, whatever the Cody... Cody game is. I always forget. Is it Fatal Fury? Not Fatal Fury. Um, Streets of Rage oh, or... Um, no, no, no. He's... Um, the other one. Shit. Yeah. Not Streets of Rage because that's the indie one that they got four for. Um, Final yeah. Fight, is it? Final Fight. There you go. Yes, Final Fight. Yeah, um, that's what it is. She's from... She's one of like the background characters or something in Final Fight and she's one of the police of uh, New Motor City or whatever it's called. Um, okay. Motor City. I see. Not New York, basically. Um, she's got a thick New York accent but yeah her whole thing is like she's got these crazy cool like fireball combos where she can like kick a fireball into the air almost like a soccer ball and it comes down and it's interesting it's different it's doesn't make me want to play the game (laughs) but it's interesting Um, nothing makes me want to play Street Fighter yeah so really it was all about Tekken and fighters and those both ended on Saturday this year so it was kind of like the tournament was over on Saturday and I was working most of it of course but today I spent most of the day just kind of bouncing around different fighters and loving fighting games so yeah Dig that. soul caliber <laughs> and uh i had created legend of dragoon characters in there and i completely forgot about oh yeah that. That oh yeah Whoa, oh man <laughs> Ooh, nothing gets me going like the freaking legend of dragoon yep. so that was fun my childhood that's pretty much well, how i spent my week <laughs> did they actually release the new tekken characters to be used or is that just like going to happen so it's zafina and leroy smith zafina i have a special place in my heart for her she was the first character i actually learned like actually learned um so i'm super pumped for her to come back they are not out yet um but the other one is leroy smith we kind of just got a teaser trailer we didn't get so much of a uh full like gameplay trailer sort of thing it was half teaser half here's some of his moves you'll see so, just just straight up it man yeah he, it. he's he's a hood it man as he's been called on the, the reddit forums and things like that <laughs> it, man. yeah he looks real I cool mean, it, yeah he's wing chun like you can't argue with that i'm interested to see how such a stationary uh fighting style is gonna work counters i think it's gonna be a lot of counters so like like oscar's wet dream counter yeah probably yeah, probably um she's gonna <laughs> he's gonna show her up so hard i can't wait <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's. Other than that, they revealed Janemba for fighters. Um, that got oh, leaked wow. as well, so he's available the eighth. Um, be tomorrow as of this recording. And, is he officially canon? Uh, no, fighters isn't canon. It's kind of like a whatever you want to do kind of thing. Like Bardock and Broly in there are in there. Um, I gotcha. So it's just kind of like fan characters at this point, and this season's been kind of whatever as well. Um, it's kind of in a dry spell right now for me personally, but I still love that game and support it nonstop. And Sam show was actually at a major. It was cool. It was at Evo. It's first Evo, the new Sam Sh- Samurai showdown game. So that was cool. Really? Yeah. It was cool to watch that. Um, Genjiro is broken as he should be. As he should be. As, Damn it. As he should be. Um, I, I mean, not necessarily. I, it's not broken, but he's a very good character as he should be for being, you know, Samurai Iori. So. I played that game in ages. Well, to be honest, I haven't played any games. My my PlayStation broke like what two months ago? Something like that, yeah. 
I haven't even touched a stick or even attempted to. Yeah. I used to be so beautiful. <laughs> you haven't touched Hecate in like two and a half years. <laughs> man, and I, I, I prided myself on mm-hmm. my Tekken ability. You did one thing good, and now you don't have that anymore. So now <laughs> I, I, did it, I did it good, though, but I was the bestest for a while. <laughs> I was the bestest, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was what I did. It was just a week of fighting games, really. <laughs> and hey, it, if it's something that you can enjoy and yet still manage to make some money while you're enjoying it, what's wrong with that? Hell yeah. You know? Hell yeah. I did watch um, one anime called Kengan Ashura. If you guys are fans of Baki, you should definitely check that out because it is visceral as fuck and I love it. You did recommend that and I have, I have seen that. It is. But I actually. It is a CG anime. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys now, but I think because it's full CG, they fully embraced it, and it works a lot better than something like Baki, where they kind of slapped 2D drawings over 3D models. <laughs> Does that have its own subcategory now, like the it's, CG animation know. thing? It's, it's Netflix anime. That's what it is. It's about right. Yeah. It sounds about right. Like the Godzilla thing and all that. Yeah, don't even get me started on that fucking movie. <laughs> all three of them, absolute trash. And it's Zilla. It's it's down there. It's it's on par with Zilla. Honestly, they're bad. That was kind of what what I did. In fighting games, lots and lots of fighting games. Um, but let's uh let's get into the main topic here. So we we created our own common rider show. Um, and it went through like anything, multiple stages and multiple 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 forms and actually for every idea we had. We just kind of created another rider to go along with yeah, it. It was basically, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Which is, like, uh, it's, <laughs> it, it's channeled like we channeled Ryuki, yeah, for the for how should I put for the multiple rider idea, yes. but that kind of became a thing because we had the one idea for a rider, mm-hmm. and as we sculpted this idea, we tried to like build a world around him, yeah. We kind of developed the villains. We were like, well, we need more to go on. And then one rider became three, and three became five. I think we <laughs> technically have, what, six? Because of the evil ones, yeah. Six, technically six, six riders. Seven? No, I'm sorry. Oh, I, don't yeah, know. We- I don't know. I honestly have no idea anymore. One, two, three, four, five. So there's five riders. No, there is six because he had his little sidekick. Anyway. So let's let's talk about before we get into this because this won't make any sense unless we talk about the plot. So let's talk about right, that well, first. Well, let's let's let me start one thing before okay. we get into that. Yeah. So I want to invite everybody who's going to listen to this episode. Your OC writer and anybody who has an OC, uh, an idea for a writer or a show or even a theme. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Hit us up. You know, send us some of your ideas. We'll talk about them, shout you out. Maybe we'll get you up and we can hear your complete idea for a writer because we're about to blow your mind. With the shittiest, most disjointed idea you'd ever hear in your life. <laughs> it, it is the awesomest, shittiest, is, most disjointed idea. <laughs> it is very much like two college kids dreaming up a tokusatsu show. It, that is exactly what it is. Um, and it's just like a masturbatory fantasy tokusatsu <laughs> is the best way to describe it. Um so, yeah, if you guys want to send that in, tokadoncast at gmail.com, or you can also comment on Podbean that I found. Um, so if you comment those, I don't think I can reply unless it's on the app on my phone, but I will take a look at those and kind of forward them to everyone, and we'll t- maybe talk about them in the next discussion, or like Rob said, maybe we'll get you guys on here, because that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, um, this is an open forum, buddy. Yeah, open forum. Let's do it. 
Um, so I don't know what this name is at the top. So we're re- <laughs> we found our old Google Drive document that we were kind of editing is how this is kind of going. We haven't looked at this in God maybe four or five years. <laughs> it has to be at least four years. It at least four years. Um, so pardon us if we kind of remember as we go through this. Um, which we will. Which yeah. we are. <laughs> and I found it about 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, in the four years, not once has it ever been like completely gone from our memory. No. And there's always like that little thing like um, <sighs> it's it's just always like in the back of your mind, like I've been listening to a lot of, uh, we'll figure it out. And he has, um, I forget his name at the moment, but one of his buddies and he just, he talks about one of his projects to be the, the what if <laughs> just in the back of your mind, you just get the, what if, <laughs> and there's the world. Yeah. Like my first reaction when I saw this document again was just like, can we money wow. this into reality and make this happen? <laughs> Dragon Knight was a thing. So yeah. What's so like, yeah it was funny it was millionaire just, it, it's <laughs> you get projects sometimes and they kind of fall apart or they just kind of fizzle out and you just you go back to them and you go there there it is there's that spark yep. it's a it's a, it seems to be a thematic thing with us especially our group of uh degenerates yes we we have these moments of brilliance like a like any good uh one night stand it's just over <laughs> <laughs> it's just over we have a tendency to like hype each other up and like talk about all these projects and how great of an idea it is, and then we start working on them, and then we just don't talk about them anymore. Because <laughs> uh, once once the great idea is out, then we gotta yeah. fine tune it and, and tweak it. Apparently, and that's don't... very detrimental to the creative process for yeah, a lot of that's people. That's our kryptonite. So, is yeah. just the fucking uh, the little nuanced details. Talk about it. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we're just we're never gonna talk again. Is essentially what it is. Bye. <laughs> so let's let's get into the plot here and try and figure okay. out what we were going for. Because I remember there was two parts. We So we were going for like a generational thing because we thought it would be a really cool idea to have the main bad guy start off as your hero. Mm-hmm. Um, we I always wanted to begin the show. Uh, begin the show with the death of the of a main hero yes that moment spirals everything else that happens where you have basically it's like watching superman die that happened not coming back <laughs> not coming back <laughs> right like not ever coming back yeah i i <laughs> i just remember so we called this arc the rise of masa who was our evil Dark Rider, who is the mastermind behind all of this, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember who King is. Do you remember who King is? King is the the head Kaijin, like yeah, to to the this force. So, all right, so this the the main Rider in the in the beginning is the hero guy. That's who um, I forget if we gave him a name, Lysander. So, so that main Rider. He gets killed by his sidekick out of jealousy. We kind of called it like I would have option because it started off as just this little friendly rivalry and then became a jealousy and then outright fucking murder. Yeah. So, but this is due to the influence of this entity called King. Yeah. 
And the whole idea was King was kind of there, like whispering in the sidekick's ear, like, you know, you know, yeah, you'll never be as good as him, that kind of thing, and influencing him to where it drives him to kill Masa. Yes. And then King, I believe, takes over his body once he's dead. Is that what it was? Well, he, uh, he kills Lysander. Lysander, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and then- yeah, he kills Lysander, and then once, um, once Masa assumes the the belt that was Lysander's, King corrupts that belt and becomes basically That's right. okay. Yeah, he becomes the Dark Rider at that point. Right. So then, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so that's where the story starts <laughs> like yeah. we start with good, that kind of shit going down <laughs> nice happy it's 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 gonna be a tale of good things guys it's, it's real happy bunnies and rainbows everywhere shiny happy people you know what i mean it's deno all over again just wait You you cut out for a good two minutes there. <laughs> Did yeah, you cut out real bad. I was like, All right, oh, it's awkward silence. Okay. Oh damn. Okay. Uh, what the hell was I saying? So oh, at, at the um, shiny rainbows and bunnies. <laughs> yeah. So shiny happy people, and then all of a sudden we, instead of you know we we don't automatic we weren't planning to, um, you know create this indomitable hero. You know what I mean? Like we wanted flawed. Human. characters we, we wanted, wanted people with character. issues yeah we didn't want like you know takeru <laughs> <laughs> yeah we wanted somebody like like uh kagami but who had the balls of tendo yeah so kagami at the end essentially and end of kabuto <laughs> kagami end. Yeah. <laughs> end of kabuto kagami is what we were going for exactly so the main writer we chose to go with um we named him Kojiro. Oh, so let's get back to... Yeah. Um, so after the rise of Masa, we kind of jump... I don't remember if we even like decided how many years it was, but it was like the next generation, essentially. And basically, yeah. the mean, king like fucks around the world and kind of messes it up and makes it a not happy place. Kind of like Gio, yeah. before Gio was even a fucking thought bubble. Yeah, because we're awesome. Um, so, and then we get into the next arc, which we call the Five Rider arc. Um, and I think it was supposed to be three arcs total. I don't remember, but we didn't write that down. But yeah, we had we had an yeah we had an idea for four because we were going to end the story, and then there was going to be this little epilogue thing. Yes, that's right. Um, so yeah, so basically this this next chunk of characters we're going to talk about go, take place in the the later arc. So their their goal is now to stop Masa. Um, and so, Hiraiko is the main character, um, common writer Hiraiko, but we didn't call them common cool. writers. Um, we called them Celestial Meisters, or he's the Celestial Meister. We called them Meisters, essentially, if I'm remembering this correctly. We called them all yeah, Meisters. Got slapped with copyrights and shit. Yeah. We, wanted to- <laughs> we were like, if, on the off chance this becomes a thing, we don't want to call them Riders or, you know, Sentai members or anything like that. So we called them Meisters because, you know, Gundam and a double O. Um, like oh. I said, there's a lot of odes to everything in this. <laughs> we, we took influences from a bunch of different things, yeah. but we gave it enough personality that it's its own thing. So, but each each one is gets a title. He is the Celestial Meister. Um, and you want to explain why? Oh, his entire again, as is with every writer, there's a motif that goes with who they are. Now, our idea for Hidaiko was to have this tribal feel to him where 
it kind of felt like he was an ancient warrior or I'm sorry that the the uh, the the gimmick he used the the belt and the I think he had a bracer right yeah he had yeah. a bracer because uh, <clears throat> and that's why because uh, drive was going on we really liked drive's bracer that's why yeah, we, it, we went with the bracer yeah it, it was it was dope it's it I still like it <laughs> but so his um his his whole gimmick was uh around the based around the celestial uh, creatures the Seiryu, uh Genbu and Suzako. Suzako, yeah. yeah, Suzako. So the his whole motif is about those celestial creatures, and you know every every power up up from the base form would ultimately lead to this giant unified form. I think it was Koryu that we yes, named it. Koryu. Yep, yeah. that's the fifth. It's the like center. So all these creatures represent a direction essentially, and Koryu was the center or heaven. I think is what it actually represents. But each one basically represented a direction in various Eastern mythologies. Um, there's several iterations of them. Like most mythology, you know, you see different iterations of dragons and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's essentially what we went with. These, like, main four Saint Beasts. If you guys ever saw Yu Show, they have the first arc, the Saint Beast arc. Um, right. They, same thing. It's the, they're the same kind of creatures. So, yeah. That's what we wanted. We wanted to go with this main character who was kind of... Uh, not the hero type, but situation like you've you've suffered up to an entire generation under this oppressive, and I, and I think the kaiju basically rule the world. Humans were became the equivalent to cattle and slaves. Yeah, it was not. It was the Earth Kingdom and Avatar. To again, we're just yeah. going to keep equating it to other things because that's how we came up with this idea. <laughs> So yeah, it was basically the Earth Kingdom and Avatar, the Last Airbender, not Korra. It's in that in that same vein. That's kind of what led us to to keep going with this idea of what what would that do to a person who who grows up in that? Like, what kind of character is this? So, from that perspective, we took him down this road of this is that nobody knew was available. He kind of discovers this. To him, in in kind of a pseudo "you're the chosen one" type way, but he really isn't. So he has to make it work. But he's not really like the best fighter or the most or the smartest guy in the room. He's just the most determined to make it work for him. He happened to pick up the big shiny thing, so that he's gonna he's gonna swing it at someone, I guess. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna bop it. He's gonna bop he's, it. He's with gonna it. bop someone with it. So <laughs> whether he wants to or not, he has it now. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, that was kind the, of the whole idea was he was supposed to be the very like neutral character to make the others shine. I think is kind of what we were going for, even though he well, has a very resolve. Yeah. Um, and just reading as I talk. Hang on. Um, oh, so <laughs> <laughs> he was again because the whole thing was to like you know, our love letter to Tokusatsu essentially was what this turned out to be. Um, he was very much like a Showa writer. Like he was very simple in design. He was very much a Kuga kind of thing where he had forms. He had an ultimate form, but they were very simple, basic, kind of like Rob said, they were kind of tribal. Um, and he also may have had an air of Ronin warriors in him because we love Ronin warriors. <laughs> and boy, do we. Oh, boy, do we. So a lot of um, his forms and weapons that he wielded and things like that were kind of like he's a one-man Ronin warriors team. Um, so that was kind of the inspiration. Uh, 
there and each rider kind of had a an influence like that like i think we have one later i think one of them was very much like a heisei rider um where he gets you know, super forms and super <laughs> yeah and he does like a 10 minute dance with all kinds of noises and boops and beeps going off in the background um so it was that kind of thing and we <laughs> and we we actually like um how do i put this our whole idea was to be as diverse as possible yeah Literally, it was like the <laughs> ultimate masturbatory, ultimate showdown fantasy for us. <laughs> like, so, we, we literally put everything in there we could think of in the kitchen sink. And I'm not going to lie, I mean, some of it is kind of cringy. Not going to lie. <laughs> but a little bit, a little but bit. I still like, I can't read some of the stuff without smiling because it literally is just our masturbatory toku fantasy. <laughs> so the main writer, he henshins by using the bracer belt combo like drive did but the bracer itself had um had each of the celestial beasts on it think um uh o's has in tajador form yeah. the the little circlet thing just but with as, that just not as obnoxious because that thing's awful <laughs> yeah, yeah or uh uh, more useful. <laughs> yeah, literally anything more useful. <laughs> so, so yeah. So he would basically he would grab hold of one of the edges of the bracer, kind of do like a. If I remember right now, I'm remembering as we're talking about this, he would activate it by passing it over his belt, the little uh, one of the sections of the yep. the bracer, passing it over his belt. You'd get the the jingle from <laughs> that form. Now his form. Obviously, each of the celestial beasts have certain characteristics about them, like who's a phoenix. So the Suzaku form would be more flight based. The Genbu form would be dirt, like the Genbu is a turtle. So the turtle form would be more for defense. He had those kind of motifs going on where, depending on whatever situation he was in, he would have the correct arsenal for it. And I do remember we even thought it out too, like every stance, because he he was he didn't so much do like a full like dance kind of thing, but he would strike a pose before he henchened, and each one was pointing in the direction related to those um, the direction that they represented in the forms. Um, so each each henchin was a little bit different depending on which form he wanted to go into. I do remember that because um, we wanted to play the direction thing into it. That's why I have it written down on here. So, Cordia was my favorite one. <laughs> Genbu all day, Genbu. Um, <laughs> so let, let's kind of just go through the list of the uh, the forms here. We'll start with Biako and kind of... So we definitely made up like finishers and everything for all these forms too. This was definitely Biako, our most thought out rider, by the way. <laughs> the other yeah, ones are every, not Everybody else kind of just has like gradual ideas. Yeah. But this one, obviously, because he was the main one, we we wanted to base it all on him. Yeah. So um, Biako form was the speed form. Um if my memory's right, he, in order to, uh, Biako's east? Biako's west. Biako's west. Yeah. So, the Bia- I don't remember the henshin pose exactly. I, I don't either. I can't, honestly, other than pointing in a direction, essentially, I don't remember anything about what we decided for the poses. <laughs> there was there was also an additional thing for the elemental uh, option that he had in each form. Biako obviously would have been the ice one. Biako's um, it was metal. 
<laughs> metal? Yeah, it was metal. Or at least that's what we have written on the thing. Um, yeah. So I think we we probably adjust. I'm literally just going off this. I don't remember, honestly, 100%. Um, <laughs> I just want to preface this by also we thought of all these dances at one point and we were all dancing in a dorm room <laughs> trying to figure this Very out. Much. Like we Very were basically so. choreographing like a hip-hop dance troupe. Um, it but was, to be fair, it has to happen anyway. Yeah. I mean, even in the legit Common Rider, somebody's in a room Mm-hmm. by themselves yep. probably with a massive amount of cocaine coming up with these yeah. freaking so, tension poses <laughs> we went we went balls deep into this man we 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 man i wish someone recorded it <laughs> <laughs> so i oh i also um before we keep going on biako i do remember biako being like his main form like if we were to have like a poster with him on there it was always going to be like biako as his base form <clears throat> because that was the first one he gets yes so that was kind of like his I don't did we decide on if he had like a platform kind of thing where he just had a base form? I don't remember if we ever decided on that. No, his the the whole trigger for his belt was that he activated the Biako spirit. Okay. So the the there was no like uh yeah, like you said, like there is no platform. Mm-hmm. It's not like a every form is its own little thing. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. it's not like his yeah, that's right. I, each, it was the the jewels or whatever, like he had to find the yeah. jewels, I believe. Yeah, each each was its own thing. It's not like a like a attachment type thing or an armor yeah. type thing. It was a literal form. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So basically, if it was metal, I can't remember. I I, I do think that Genbu was the Earth because yeah, that's yes. just kind uh, of. So let me just kind of go down the list here, uh, just real quick, and then we'll pick them apart. So we got White Tiger. He was West. He's white themed thematically. Um, his weapon we had down as a trident sor- short sword. I believe it was supposed to be like Hilda from Soul Calibur, that kind of thing. Um, the element is metal. And then there's Seiryu, who's the Azure Dragon. Um, ironically, is green, not blue. <laughs> um, and it, the direction was east. Used a bow. Um, and then that was kind of our shooting one. Uh, kind of like our long range element was air or sound. We, I think we were kind of playing around with both cause you can use both essentially. Um, Genbu was the black tortoise. He's North black, obviously. Um, and he used a Nodachi. He was a big, heavy form. I remember that. And he used electricity, but I'm also mixing up him and the other rider we came up with. That was another thing completely. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But, and then there's Suzaku, who's the vermilion bird South red and they use dual swords. I just remember that being very quick and kind of, you know, yeah. flying around and agile and all that kind of deal. He was so dope. Yeah. And Koryu was going to be this amalgamation of all yes. the forms. And Koryu um, was a Chilin, which is kind of like a thunder horse dog thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, a horse dog. Yeah, it pig. was center and it was gold <laughs> like most of the things. And its whole thing was uh, gravity and earth. And we kind of didn't really decide on a weapon because we thought kind of just fighting would be its thing yeah, he, and using power. Yeah, he would just kind of he would kind of be like Kuga at that point. Yeah. Or Kuga Ultimate. Yeah. Um so it's do we want to talk about the finishers we kind of came up with with all these? <laughs> no, we had this idea for yeah. a combo strike type thing. Yeah. So usually each one basically cuz if you haven't noticed we like fighting games. Um Basically, everyone we designed to like be put into a fighting game because we've always wanted a common rider fighter, um, and a we good don't have common rider fighter. A good one. We don't have anything down for Biako, and I honestly can't remember anything about. Do you remember anything of a finisher that we came? No, up with? he was the only one that was he, because he was a beginning form. We were going to use uh, just a, a kick. kick, right? It yeah, just a regular come kick. Come up with something good. Um, 
it basically as the Seiryu, the Azure Dragon, um, basically did rider shooting, um, common rider Drake, that kind of thing. So it was very like hit and run sort of deal. Um, yeah, rider shooting. Genbu, <laughs> ironically for using a Nodachi, did a power dunk. If you don't know what that is, Terry Bogard jumps into the air and basically does a big fu fist. Um, makes the ground go boom. Yeah, it makes the ground go boom. <laughs> And basically just punched their like poop out of them. Um, and then Suzaku, we had to do a Ninjiti corkscrew kick. I have written down here literally in those words. <laughs> <laughs> so they did it, a upward Ninjiti corkscrew kick. That is the actual thing we wrote on here. <laughs> well, it, it worked though. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea was like, if, because he would be so, not so much like um, uh, flowy, but yeah. it would be more like um, uh, graceful moves. Yes. Like, you know, not, no movement was wasted. Kind of like um, uh, Deno wing form. How he's always so. Yeah. It seems like he's out of it, but he's always ready. Fucking see that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the idea. Um, and then Koryu looks like we had him just straight up do a raging demon. <laughs> <laughs> straight up, it was he just like been... a raging demon or a rider kick. There's a big difference between those two. <laughs> the the idea we gave him were the gauntlets, and yeah. the gauntlets were simply there just for show, just for there for flair. Yep. Because his whole thing was, I am common rider. <laughs> um, but we did have him down for Kyokushin as kind of like a style for karate, which is kind of cool because I love. Karate. that time you had a huge boner for kyokushin uh, i still do it's fine um <laughs> i was literally just thinking remember i was so we were when we were bouncing ideas around i was like oh man i've been thinking about a new rider lately too maybe we'll talk about that and then we decided to just kind of stick with this but my main rider may or may not use kyokushin um anyway next uh rider we're dealing with here <laughs> um so let's go on to the next so that's basically hiraiko in a nutshell um that's our titular character um yeah, is the main focus. Yeah, he's that the main writer. Your, yeah, so now bear in mind, when we were sculpting this idea, that's who we started with. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, we had more ideas to give him, but then it started to seem like it was too much of a drastic change for the base idea for the Showa, uh, Showa-inspired writer that we wanted. Um, the each bizarre, each more bizarre idea we had, we made work yeah. because it was like, that's too good, too original to just throw away. Yeah. So we just made a new rider out of them. <laughs> Thus, the next rider on our yeah. list. Um, oh, I also want to mention, I do remember distinctly that I think there is a script for a first episode that is, ex- exists somewhere for Hiraiko. I, I began to write something. And it and... started off as basically Common Rider Kabuto, where there was battling corporations and Hiraiko was one of their corporate sponsor fighter people. Yes. <laughs> and he used a yeah. sword to transform. I do remember that distinctly. There is there's something something in the wings. That exists I can, on the internet I could find somewhere. It. In a deep dark corner of a hard drive. <laughs> That's gonna take like a lot. Oh my god, you are right. Yep. It is on the. Remember those orange hard drives? Mm-hmm. Oh, fraggle. we just we opened. I gotta up, find that. We opened up uh, Rita's little dumpster here. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta try to After find that. After a thousand thing. years, it's free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Open it, and it's gonna be like, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're back <laughs> i also forgot that we did the cringiest shit ever and put a a tagline to all of these 
Meisters and the way that they henchened. <laughs> and reading of is kind of some. So, Kojiro Hiraiko, his name's Kojiro, by the way. I don't know if we said that. Um, yeah. Hiraiko is the Celestial Meister. I think we mentioned that. The next one we're going to talk about is Varus, um, or Varric. He's Rick. the Salvation Meister, Aegis, Common Rider Aegis. Again, Celestial Meister Aegis. Um, I, should I read that? No, I'm just going to go through them all real quick. Just to I'm going to read it. I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, you should read these. They're hilarious. Um, Way is the Semblance Meister Rex. Andra hey, like, uh, is... W-E-I, Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andra is the Grieving Meister Jirai. And Masa is Lysander, the Harbinger Meister. Meister Masa. So, <laughs> yeah. We were super edge lords at the time, um, and I may, or may not <laughs> still be, but that's fine. Um, I just want to read this first line we have here for Varric, the Salvation Meister Aegis, Aegis, however you want to say it. Aegis. Yeah, um, we have the English and the Japanese on here because we're super cool and totally know how to speak Japanese. I got it. <laughs> I crawled my way out of hell, and now there's a vacancy. Henshin, any takers. Oh my god, it's so oh, I love it. I remember specifically I we talked about this guy being punch and kick hopper. Like Both. essentially. Like just... Yeah, like that's how this idea started. So he was just the like biggest edgelord ever. He's like a walking <laughs> He's just he's he's he is this the uh, un, uh what the hell is oh, Jesus Christ. It's just, <laughs> reading that in the just, end. It, it hurt a little bit, I'm not gonna lie. Um it's the embodiment of that song. Yeah, it's just if, oh Lord, he's Evanescence, that's what he is. He's kind oh. of Salvation Meister Evanescence, that's what we should call him. Coming like the emo. <laughs> emo. Um so we don't have a whole lot on this one, it looks like. Um, apparently we um, had him as the main villain at one point. Uh, I don't know. It's the, the, he was, he was the first arcs villain. He was like the, the anti-hero. Oh, okay. The Vegeta. Okay. Because his brother, yeah, his brother is Masa. Right. Right. I don't remember any of this. Okay. <laughs> no, um, all right. So there's, there's a, there's a tertiary villain that we created called Monolith. Right. Is the corporation type thing? Um, so basically, he after Masa betrays the whole, you know, he kind of dis disavows anything with Masa because you know, dude, you killed like Superman. Fuck you. Um, his whole motif inspiration is like tragedy, and especially. So his theme was all about heroes and the the stories that happened there. Hercules, Achilles, guys like that. It, essentially, he was based off Greek mythology. Um, I think you're starting to cut in and out a little a little bit again. Oh, really? um, yeah. No. So he was supposed to be like the Greek tragic hero from mythologies and things like that. Um, and we, I can't believe we actually had this, but at one point, his family 
actually burned in a house fire and he literally crawled out of it. <laughs> Thus he's massively burned. Thus yes, I do remember the scarring. <laughs> I remember him being like a little disfigured. Um but I can't believe we were so like on the nose with his little like henshin <laughs> story thing. I just <laughs> He wanted to to keep it simple, but direct. <laughs> and this is the only thing we have written down for his rider form. Other than it looks like a Spartan or a Trojan soldier, but he turned his motorcycle into his armor. <laughs> that was no, that was the main thing. So like his his bike was the henshin device. Yeah. So he would kind of like like fucking laser. Yes. Full flash forward five years. Yes. So hey, we thought of all these ideas first, guys. I kid you now. We thought of all these ideas first. <laughs> take Kubo. <laughs> Get into that at a future day. Yeah. But listen, tight, cool, whatever you want to call him. For like two years. He just. Years. Yeah, he was years. in my head. <laughs> anyway, we'll go back to that yeah. at a different day. So I do so, want to put a date on this, actually. So I found out a way to find the date this document was created. Um, oh, shit. This was 2013 when we made this. 2013. Oh, shit. In the middle of Gaim. In the middle of Gaim. So that's when we started this, wow. this masterpiece of cringe and <laughs> otherworldly awesome and what if? <laughs> hey, it, as you see, some elements ha- have been introduced to new riders. Yes. So, especially the bike thing. The bike thing was the major thing with Aegis. It was his henshin device. It was his armor set. And every piece was it could be like a component, either a weapon, like Deno style, where he would slap two things together and make a new weapon. Uh, it's it's just hitting me so hard right now, bro. So like, <laughs> fast forwarding six years, and I can remember this shit like we were talking about it. Um, okay. But I, again, we didn't have too much on him because that was the, the gist of the idea. Yeah. It was Greek Greek mythology motif, <clears throat> and I know his base form was either Achilles or Hercules. It was one of those two. But um, the bike was the the focal point for him. I think it was Achilles because I think at that time I was super into the movie uh, Troy. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was Achilles just because I was super into Brad Pitt fucking up Henry, whatever his name is. I don't remember. The <laughs> I mean, it was it was a dark time. Like, um, was, college was rough. <laughs> <laughs> this was our escape. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what we did, other than drink. So we were probably drunk most of the time when we thought of this anyway. Um, oh. The good old days of yeah. nasty ass PBR. Yeah, so that's yeah. <laughs> so that's really it. All we have Man. for Aegis, and then after this, I remember we took we decided since we were gonna have five riders that I took one, and then you also took one, just to like yeah. the purest masturbatory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, riders. legit. This this is the riders that we ourselves yeah. would have loved to become. Yes. Um, and you can go first because yours, I think yours is a little yeah. more interesting. So you can go first. <laughs> All right. So now my character started off as a male, but then we we kind of, you know, had this epiphany that we've always wanted a female lead, like female lead. We almost, we came close with Kiriko. Holy crap, we came close, but they fucked that up. We're but anyway. One now. We're, get, we're getting one. Uh, Common Rider Valkyrie. I'll yeah, well, say it every assuming... episode if I need to. <laughs> they better not fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. Zero one. Zero one. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, the common writer I thought of was, well, she became Andra, the grieving meister. And the, the, the writer name was common writer Jedi. 
So my whole idea for Jirai was around the stage and theater and all this um, uh, basically like um, was a stage for this character. So as she as it is, she would transform using the masks that would reflect different emotions. So an emotional theme was the whole core of this character. The, the through comedy, tragedy, drama, all of it, she had a corresponding mask that would help her transform into a different version of Jedi. So <clears throat> Jedi, you know, in terms of character, uh, what we what we decided was all all Jedi's purpose was was to save, but to kill Masa. Yeah. It didn't matter. Nothing really mattered to her. Nothing. Anyway, she, so she if and, and correct me if I'm misremembering this. I'm I'm pretty sure the idea we had was that she's very much like singular robotic purpose to the point where she's Android 16. <laughs> Basically, she's like she was like uh, didn't have Gabrielle yeah. and was like all on her own. Yeah, that and then like her character expanded as she got these forms because that would kind of help her see in a new light almost. If right. I remember, and that she, she became yeah, she became a fully sculpted person. So every every encounter she had, and this kind of well, we didn't actually come up with episodes or anything like that, but we kind of had this idea that as she traveled with or encountered the other riders, it would trigger a new. Uh, emotion and this emotion would become embodied by this new mask she would get so the mask is what helped her create a new weapon a new form a new power up whatever the case might be and again she's her whole goal is just to kill masa just to end masa because he destroyed everything that was beautiful in the world so her finisher (laughs) (laughs) i honestly don't even remember what i do okay so her finisher we have here written Iron Palm Grace thing. Now, I remember exactly what that thing is. Do you got? Do you remember? Do you remember Kung Fu Hustle? Yes. Plummeting from the air and he sticks his palm out and it's this the giant palm. palm. Was, is that what it was? That's that's her finisher. That's her final attack. Is this giant Buddha palm that just comes and crushes whatever she's aiming at? That's now. Awesome. <laughs> so her henchin, oh, excuse me, her whole her, her henchin itself, she has the uh, the mask, and the mask, as she puts it on, is the henchin trigger. So, like, there's no, she doesn't really wear a belt. It's just the mask, and she has this sleeve. If I remember right, it's this sleeve of the tiny miniature masks, and when she grabs the mask, it becomes the full mask. Um, so that's that's her whole gimmick is the. And I do remember her the whole idea to kind of you know hammer home the her changing and this being based on her like hers her belt was almost I think the only one that became like it internally like the masks came from her as opposed to an external source like the jewels yeah. or her, um, yeah she is the power source for yeah. everything and that was kind of her uniqueness and what we kind of did with her um, that sort of deal. She is the counter, uh, I believe. She she is the counter for King, that entity that is in Masa. Yeah. That was Kamen Rider Jirai. That's the one that, uh, well, again, I came up with these ideas for what I would 
what how I visualized my ideal rider. Yeah. Things may have changed. Maybe we'll talk about that on another episode. Like maybe we'll do like a, a restart kind of thing where we talk about it like how we would specifically make our own rider or toby oh, here. Oh yeah. Now, now there's, there's so many more ideas. Yeah, like there's so many <laughs> things that have changed in the last six, seven years now. Um uh-huh. so I guess it would be almost seven now. Jesus Christ. Um, so that that might be interesting. Maybe we'll get we'll wait till Josh is back for that because that'd be kind of cool to hear his input. Oh yeah, that'd be dope. Do. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll kind of you know re up this this college fantasy <laughs> with what what we would do instead. Okay with that. Yeah. Um, did Jirai use any weapons or anything? I don't remember honestly. Well, Jirai's whole thing was just energy, like um, proje- pro- not projectiles, but more like um. <clears throat> Uh, she fought Bagwan. She would counter. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. It was more like what I wanted for her, just to be like a badass without really needing weapons. Because she, she's like, well, uh, again, this was just the ideas that we had at the time. But the main writer <clears throat> was going to be the one who went through all the trials and tribulations. And these were established already kind of like they already had their powers yeah. and they're just kind of mastering them along with Kiraiko. Yeah. They kind of showed up and I could already henshin essentially like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like our, our tie through on how like they got to that point was supposed to be Hiraiko and like you kind of grow with him in this, this world. So exactly. yeah. Tell us about your writer. Oh boy. Um, so this is, oh, the more I read it, the more I realize not a lot of this has changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have always been a super huge fan of organic armor and kind of that chitinous sort of, you know, reptilian armor almost. Um, that's why I loved Amazon so much. And Giver holds a very special place in my heart. And that was one of the first things that got me into Tokusats way back in the day. Um, the original Giver movie, the, the one made in America. Um, so dope. It's still so cool. I don't even care. The first it's, one is good. Dark Hero is trash. I don't care what anyone says. I still like Dark Hero. Dark Hero is absolute garbage. Anyway, I still will watch it, though. I will 100% still watch it. Um, exactly. <laughs> so this was my sort of love letter to Guyver, if you will. So he was very organic looking. Um, he was kind of supposed to be like an ancient magic writer kind of thing. And sort of the opposite of... I shouldn't say opposite, sort of a, a more natural ancient as opposed to Hiraiko, which was kind of like ancient magic sort of deal. This was supposed yeah. to be, he, he was themed after dinosaurs, if that gets you an idea. So he was supposed to be like old power kind of thing. Um, Dotira style. Yeah. Um, so he was themed after dinosaurs and this kind of reptilian power, but the way he transformed was a bracer again but this was more of like a full like shinobi gauntlet looking thing if i remember correctly like like, his whole damn arm (laughs) yeah it was like his whole freaking arm like it was because i love big dumb obnoxious things so it was like his whole arm but then on the forearm he would click in scrolls and each scroll i don't remember exactly what it had but they were you know different things and represented different stuff and he would click in these scrolls and then it would morph his actual body into it when he henchened um like, it wasn't like a like a graceful type thing. It, yeah, was, no, it was very painful. primal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the whole idea was ooh, he kind of played with that where he had two main forms. It was kind of his like normal quote unquote human form. Um, and then he had a 
berserker form where his when he transformed he kind of had an open mask almost like a human tackle where like the bottom half is open essentially um but when he went berserker mode he the mask would close up and he would be a more traditional kind of rider helmet um and i remember he's so dope yeah (laughs) and like that would close and then it would do i remember because i still love it to this day when ava rips ava one rips its mouth open i just remember that very distinctly when it closed it would do that kind of thing when he let out his like yell um or almost like gills when he first you know goes berserk that kind of deal um it it worked it wasn't like this this distracting thing it was this actual like intimidating type of thing like this dude did not like turning into a common rider <laughs> it was very oh. painful for him um, not quite as painful as shin but yeah, like... not quite that far to where his eyeballs are popping out of his head but it's yeah. <laughs> it was not a pleasant experience but he was good to do it because that was kind of his resolution um and this now mind you do, just to it this isn't like the they're already writers. They had their coming of age, so to speak, mm-hmm. and their own discoveries. But this main story that we designed was just simply to focus on Hiraiko. And if we had, like, like I said, there was this epilogue thing where we were going to go into the almost like a V cinema from like yeah. a common right, like a V cinema kind of thing where we'd focus on each one or you know, kind of yeah. tell their tale a little bit, like an episode zero or whatever it might have been. Um, so the fact that this guy's so badass is a tribute to all the shit that he had to go through to yeah. get to that point. <laughs> yeah. Like this dude, he, yeah, he went through some shit, man. I don't even remember what I just remember. Like we tried to make him like the most uppity dude ever for being just like Bonjo. Essentially. I think that's pretty much how we pictured him basically um, being like yeah. the happy goofball. But like in reality, he went through some, some tough shit. <laughs> he, was a slave. he was one of the slaves that yeah, escaped. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, he was part of Masa's slave people thing. Um, yeah, so eventually, this is Common Rider, or, I keep saying Common Rider, Semblance Meister Rex, is, this is who we're talking about here, if I didn't mention that, yes. um, Rex was, was kind of my guy, and he does die about three quarters of the way through this arc, um, unfortunately, yeah. yes, but we kind of use that as the catalyst to get Hiraiko to get his Koryu, because, you know, there's always that catalyst that gives the riders their final form, um, at Chris this Andrew. point in the story, I believe they were kind of drifting apart. They were kind of arguing because they were getting towards the end of their goal. But, you know, they all had different goals. They had different, yeah, they had different mentalities on how they were going to handle this end game. Um, and so they were all drifting apart at this point, And there was, they were more of a team. I don't want to say they were necessarily like, you know, high fives and slapping asses kind oh, of. Oh, yeah, thing. no, they were, they were, it wasn't the but, Justice League. <laughs> you know, they, they all pointed their guns in the same direction kind of deal. Um and there was a lot of discourse between them at this point. And this was, if I remember correctly, when he dies, they actually fight Masa the first time. They fight him twice. He, he tries He tries to solo Masa, yeah. yeah. Um, and he fails miserably because he's like, all right, if you guys don't want to do it, I'll do it myself. Like, <laughs> that's pretty much what it turned into. Um, but Masa, yeah, just to, just to bear in mind, Masa is the the strongest evil form of the strongest rider that there ever had been to that point yes. so <clears throat> again it's kind of like it's it's the equivalent of saying uh moomen rider going up against you know Ultimate I mean? rising kuga <laughs> yeah exactly moomen rider going up against fucking, <laughs> fucking nuclear kick kuga <laughs> exactly so again it's not like he was at, i mean yeah, he he didn't stand a chance, but he he was gonna go for it anyway. That was his character; like he was gonna do it. Like no matter what struggle he had to go through, he was gonna do it. Um, 
like I said, he was kind of that like happy go lucky knucklehead, but you know, he would, he would step up when he needs to. Um, and because of that, I just remember distinctly him having that kind of anime moment of like the last breath where he does actually hold him off. Um, just long enough for them to get away. (laughs) The anime moment is his finisher. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, well I'll get to that in a second. Cause I want to go off on that (laughs) thing, but I remember they were in like a volcano or something like that. Right. Like, or, well, oh man, let's see. There was like some kind of cavern because I remember we distinctly saying that like had, he's holding they had back just rocks beat, or something. <laughs> yeah, they had just beat. Technically, they just beat the second arc villain. Yeah, the, the monolith, the the corporation type thing. They had just taken them out, and all that was left was Masa. But they had no idea how how yeah. kind of an what kind of an obstacle that actually the problem was. He is. <laughs> So yeah, it's, just, it's like he was like this. Um, my, while okay, while the the Rider Gang is you know taking systematically taking down everything, it's not like Masa's like some kind of evil crime syndicate lord who's like meticulously paying attention to everything. No, he got what he wanted by taking out that initial guy, and all he is is just feeding on power, just because there's nothing left for him to do. So these new riders kind of tickle his interest yeah so it's not like he's just yeah it's it's kind of like a hubris type thing but legit like when you're superman and you are bored when something like shazam comes up where it's kind of man you know if i'm off my game that could actually fucking do something to me but it was yeah so (laughs) he he dies and that's kind of like the catalyst to Hiraiko's final form and that's also when he kind of comes into his role as the main hero and as a true hero um, and brings the team, you know, back together essentially. And yeah, that's, that's Rex. That was my little love child, but let me tell you about his finisher. <laughs> 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 um, because I distinctly remember it being very Tekken inspired. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was playing a lot of King and Jin in Tekken Tag 2 at the time. So it kind of, I, I don't remember the full combo anymore, but it started off with chamber punches into his six hit, uh, uh, Kazama combo, the six hit Kazama combo. Um, yeah, it was just a succession of strikes. Yeah. It was basically like seven different gin combos in one. Um, cause it started off the chamber punch and then he would just immediately go into the kick that started the six hit Kazama combo. And then he would spin around at the last one. And he would drag, we literally have knuckle dragging uppercut in the description here <laughs> because his fist would come down and it would just through the ground and he would just show in the ever loving yep. poop out of you without going into the air. Um, that was it. <laughs> it. It was, and if I remember correctly, there wasn't really any kind of like energy or anything like that. The whole idea was he just beating the ever loving piss out of you. <laughs> like I mean, there there's no, no like. Yeah, like there's no was, explosion or anything. It's no, just like, like that's it. You <laughs> just he beats the ever loving. There's no like pillar of light after the uppercut or anything like that. He just <laughs> beats the ever loving piss out of you. Then <laughs> and, and it just keeps the thematic idea of he is a primal thing. It is not magic. It is not tech. It is just grit, power, and Pure raw instinct. anger. <laughs> yep. That that's what it was. Um, that that's Common Rider Rex in that, a nutshell. That's Common Rider Carl. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that that was my rider, and uh, man, I just <laughs> I have like a big grin right now just talking about it and thinking about it again. Oh boy, 
And that's that's kind of the whole thing, man. Oh, Every man. time we think about this, it just triggers the fanboy in us. Yep. Ooh, okay, yeah. Um, if so, anyone wants to make art of these characters, we are <laughs> totally, totally okay. Totally okay, okay with that. <laughs> I, I'll pay you to do it. I won't pay you. I don't have any money. <laughs> but we would greatly, very much appreciate it, and we would totally shout you out on the podcast if anyone wants to make designs up for these guys. Um, so let's talk about Masa. Just, oh yeah, the penultimate villain. Yeah, so a, as a writer, I should say, um, because we did come up with some writer stuff from before, and then I remember it being warped specifically once he becomes an evil writer. So, all right. Essentially, Masa, well, Masa is the name of the writer form that the, uh, basically, how we associate Gaim with the armor. The person inside Masa is Lysander. So, Lysander, just this scheming, conniving, manipulated thing who just got completely by King. So, Masa, we're simply talking about the the writer, yeah. not the character. Yeah. Masa, <clears throat> his theme was... It, it, I'm sorry. The theme is birds of prey, like falcons, yeah. eagles. I remember specifically the first, like his, I don't know if you want to call it base form, was a like raven or a crow because, crow. again, because we are super edgelords and you have an Itachi boner. So it was Itachi boner. A, a crow. <laughs> yeah. So crows are like my thing. Um, so, yeah. So his base form was this crow type thing before crow was an actual thing in Garo. Okay. Mind you. You, you haven't even watched it yet, so you're not allowed to say that. I'll say it. Before Crow was even a thing in Garo, we had a crow Birds rider. of Prey Crow rider. Um, yeah, so yeah. once again, <laughs> Toei, where's that paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> it's right there with the rest of the trash. <laughs> oh, so so uh, in terms of what... what um, He was definitely a... Uh, a, a Tsukikage Shadow Moon-esque presence where simply by him being there, you could tell he was no good. So he carried around this like uh, thing where instead of a snake, it was a claw or a talon. And it was creeping to Aladdin. Is that what you just did? <laughs> well, the scepter was the first thing that came to my head, man. <laughs> oh, Jafar. So, oh, Jafar. Did you see that new movie? So, Not to get off topic, I, I, but never. It's it's Listen, It's different. And I'm no. I'm going to say this once. Disney. <laughs> you actually cut out when you were like, "I said this once." I'm going to say this once, and you cut all out right. completely. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'll say it again. New Disney. Okay. New, new the Disney. remakes, live action remakes, mm-hmm. are just a cash grab so that they can fund their more original ideas down the road. It's a people who grew up with the Disney from 20 to 30 years ago. We should say, hold up. Don't give a shit we've already had and give us of the shit we already had. Listen, I liked Beauty and the Beast. I'm not going to lie. I thought that movie was great. <laughs> we had it already. We got care. it already. I'm just saying, I we liked had a it. Better I version. liked it. I, I didn't. We don't need it. 
That's we don't fine. hit it. That's fine. Anyway, okay. let's get, let's get back to Jafar Sander over here. <laughs> anyway, so Jafar, so Kamen Rider Jafar has the <laughs> has the stone inside of this um, uh, scepter thing, and the stone itself it, it's the Prometheus flame. It's the this uber powerful thing that just kind of has the ability to wipe everything out or bring everything together, and that's kind of the crux of the whole dilemma, where the source of his power is the source of everything from him. So the what that thing is, is to reawaken entity that originally corrupted Lysander, that made him kill that main guy to become Kamen Rider Masa, the Harbinger Meister, excuse me. <laughs> so <laughs> the whole thing is like, there's still this Lysander character somewhere within, somewhere in there. And the entire show, you kind of, like, I think we had this idea that while hopeless, this is kind of what held Masa back from outright destroying everybody. That's, that sounds because kind this, of familiar, yeah. Because this whole thing was the the one chance they had to fix. Well, the one chance the Lysander had to fix his mistake was by giving the other riders the best opportunity they could to help him, help him, help them, help him, help them. <laughs> you follow? Does that make sense? You yeah, with me? Totally, one hundred percent. I am one hundred percent. I wrote this thing too, and I totally one hundred percent follow you. This isn't unclear so, at all. <laughs> this it's this re- weird thing where it wasn't so much like a like a pull it out from under the rug and reveal that the whole time Lysander was like manipulating events. No, it's the subtle little edges here and there, like kind of like how Super Saiyans have that pride type thing, where that's like their main character flaw. Kind of that where he would just coerce the entity to allow the riders to become more powerful so that he could eventually take the more power that they gain. All the while, you know, he's got a shiv ready to shank him. He's just sharpening. No, yeah, no, let him do the thing. He's just, shh, no, totally, shh, totally cool. Shh. Yeah, no, they're fine. They're fine. You, you got this, bro. You got this. <laughs> much, much like Rex, he, Lysander finally tries to make his move. Doesn't quite work out. Masa becomes full a full-blown king after stealing all the other powers temporarily and that's you know what have tapered off a bit because we couldn't think of a good ending yeah that was pretty much where that stopped um for one reason or another um it's whether it was life or it it wasn't necessarily disinterest i think we just kind of like it was probably honestly it was Life probably happened. like Project ADD, <laughs> and uh, that was kind of why we wanted to talk about this honestly, and just kind of like it's it's not we're trying to promote this, it, nothing like that. Oh no, no, um, no if you want to write me a paycheck to make this because you like this idea, I'm all for it. I'm just saying, um, <laughs> you know, we didn't want to record this and be like, here's our fantastic idea, let's start a Kickstarter and all this. It was kind of <laughs> just like. Do people still do that? <laughs> yes, Kickstarter is still very much a thing, and the Epic Store is ruining Kickstarter. <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole other conversation about Shenmue Three. Um, oh God, Shenmue yeah. Three. Anyway, um, so it was kind of just like I don't know. I, 
therapeutic almost just to like say like hey we did something with it we got it out there we we did any literally anything with it then let it cook in a dry file <laughs> yeah i mean legit they like, felt pretty good to just actually just talk about it and see what kind of feedback we get i mean whatever you guys think honestly how do i put this with whatever criticism you have because this was just an idea that we had Jesus, seven years ago. Yeah. Seven years it's just been there. Yeah. And we really just feel pretty good just talking about it. And honestly, what I'm most excited about is hearing all of everybody else's original ideas for writers. Because yes. I know yeah. if you're a heavy fanboy like we are, like you've come up with 17,000 ideas for gimmicks and writers and like, pension poses. If we get enough, I would love to just do an episode where we go through them. Um, absolutely yeah absolutely 100 whether it's a story a writer specifically you have something laid out like this like send it over to tokadoncast at gmail.com or put a comment on the podbean i will read it we'll talk about it on the podcast <clears throat> i want to get them on and i, I want to get you guys on with <clears throat> it. yeah that'd be cool too and like i don't want to I'm, I'm not saying we're gonna like review it or anything like that because clearly we have no idea what the fuck we're doing either <laughs> but like no. it'd be super cool to see like the community kind of you know pitch in with this because there's a lot of common writer fans and honestly if you're listening to this podcast you probably have you know for the most part most people who are listening to this know common writer and know that kind of thing and for you guys that don't design us a superhero go ahead we'll turn it into a token oh. character i bet bet yeah dude I don't even you ever seen common writer batman Kamen Rider, dope yeah he's called Len <laughs> or Ren, whatever you want to call him common writer knight <laughs> they made Damn that already right. yeah they did that already yeah. <laughs> simpsons did it you know what i'm saying Uh, but yeah like that was that's kind of the idea like it's how this whole podcast started which i'm going to kind of get you know touchy-feely for a second um how how this whole podcast started was literally just the mentality of we we jump around projects so much and talk about projects so much but we never actually do it so we literally if you listen to that episode zero episode one kind of thing like we literally just decided one day to hit record <laughs> and that's, that's we're gonna we're gonna run through this we're gonna trip stumble and fall but you can bet your ass we're gonna try and stand up and dust our knees off and keep going um, smile all bloody man bloody yeah, smile yeah that's what i'm saying like it's 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 a matter of just fucking do it <laughs> so that oh. was like if you guys have any of that ideas just fucking do it send it to us like can do it don't don't feel <laughs> self-conscious don't feel like any like that i'll yell at anyone who makes fun of you guys I make make. Oh, yeah, I'll yell at anyone. There. I swear. I'm I'll never, go to bat for you. I'll, I, I'll bleed for you. I, I, I don't know if I want to bleed. I don't like pain. But I mean, yeah, yeah that might be a bit much. Yeah, I don't know. But I'll, I will angrily text somebody for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like the whole idea is let's just open that that forum up and let's see. I know you guys all have ideas. If you're listening to this, every single one of you, I guarantee, has some kind of idea. Even just listening to it, you know, like Rob said, tell us how we can improve these people. We just went ahead and went for it and I feel pretty good. And I know Carl, you've there's this giant weight that just been relieved off you. Bro, it's, so yeah. This whole thing has been very my whole demeanor's been changed, honestly, the last couple of weeks since we started this podcast, and this is just adding mm-hmm. to that. So Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Please guys, let's do this. I don't know what else to talk about about this. I think we're done. No, I think that's it. <laughs> we're done. We're, we're done. gonna leave it at that. I think that's a good spot to leave it. You're right. Um, that's a great spot to leave yeah we'll just leave it at that this episode may be a little shorter but whatever that's fine um 
it's what happens when a third of our party isn't here. It's cool. We don't have that extra <laughs> voice. So my name's Carl. You can follow me at Kaiju Kadudu on all social media stuff. My name's Robert. You can find me at Sick Miratrix on Instagram. Uh, don't quite have anything else up yet, but I'm working on that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, so this is Tokudon. You can follow us on Spotify and Podbean. Um, I think we may be on itunes i don't know <laughs> i haven't quite figured that one out yet it posts and i don't know if it actually posts to itunes but you can definitely go to podbean.com they have a web player you can use spotify has a web player you can use if you don't want to download the apps um again please send your ideas for shows not even just common writer if you have any kind of tokusats idea superhero idea that kind of thing send them over to tokadoncast at gmail.com i'm going to put the link in the description down below is that where they where, are now i don't know where they right, are anymore right down over up there over up, here up down i just see that joke made a lot more sense when we Click had a YouTube channel something will work. <laughs> right i love that joke. That's, you know one of those other projects that kind of just fell to the wayside <laughs> of which we all <laughs> there is in existence and this will be the last thing i swear shameless plug there is an existence a youtube channel that was basically a let's play now group plus a few other faces that you haven't been introduced yet have contributed to this youtube channel and you can find it at console kings that's without the k's there's a there's a group that does it with k's where the, where the yeah. c console kings and you will you'll be able to tell because we don't sound anything like them yeah. <laughs> so yeah um you can check that project out too i mean like i said this is all about just kind of getting stuff out there so screw it why not um so as old as this is that's even older <laughs> yeah dude that was that yeah that was a lot older that was probably about two years older holy balls oh yeah. my god i'm gonna go cry in a corner now um, all right man We're also we now. have a discord by the way I, let's start plugging this now too so we can get some people in there uh we have a discord now so if you guys want to join it come hang out talk we post up pictures and just kind of shoot the shit about literally anything it doesn't even have to be like tokusats <laughs> we talk about everything Whatever's on your mind yep. yeah just bring it on just bring it on so, yeah, uh, my name's Carl again. Uh, bye, guys. Robert, that was the Tokudan. That was the Tokudan. Yes.